Hi, online family. Thank you for joining us in our encounter exploration. My wife Mary and I are so thrilled to have you every time. We'd love for you to like, share, and subscribe to help us get discovered by others searching for more moments with God. When you like, share, or subscribe to this podcast, it is a miniature form of effective evangelism because you help us find our listeners, those out there searching. If you'd like to give financially into our ministry at BiblesForAll.com, please do so as well. There are many costs to producing these podcasts, and we'd love to grow our ministry and the quality of our production with your help. This is our seventh month, so we'll skip the usual intro and go directly to this month's series. Let's pray. Our prayer to get started in First John today is just that we, you and I, all of us, would know God more, and that we would know Jesus more, and that we would know Holy Spirit more. God bless you with the same unity that Jesus himself experienced with God, just like Jesus asked for. And also, Lord, we ask that you'd pour out your heaven in our earth, in us and through us. Lord, help us to cultivate the desire to constantly be in the house of feasting with you and all that you are serving to the sons and daughters of God. Let us consume it. We declare that we are high above the accuser right now in the heavenly places that you have prepared for our souls, fully alive here in the land of the living. We command every principality, lie, or persuasive deceiver to be completely silenced during this time of intentionality to hear from you. God, give us eyes that see and ears that hear. Let's continue our encounter adventure today in 1 John. We're reading 1 John chapter 5 from the Message Bible. Every person who believes that Jesus is in fact the Messiah is God begotten. If we love the one who conceives the child, we'll surely love the child who was conceived. The reality test on whether or not we love God's children is this. Do we love God? Do we keep his commands? The proof that we love God comes when we keep his commandments, and they are not all troublesome. Every God-begotten person conquers the world's ways. The conquering power that brings the world to its knees is our faith. The person who wins out over the world's ways is simply the one who believes Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus, the divine Christ. He experienced a life-giving birth and a death-killing death. Not only birth from the womb, but baptismal birth of his ministry and sacrificial death. And all the while the Spirit is confirming the truth, the reality of God's presence at Jesus' baptism and crucifixion, bringing those occasions alive for us. 
triple testimony, the spirit, the baptism, the crucifixion, and the three in perfect agreement. If we take human testimony at face value, how much more should we be reassured when God gives testimony as he does here, testifying concerning his Son? Whoever believes in the Son of God inwardly confirms God's testimony. Whoever refuses to believe in effect calls God a liar. Refusing to believe God's own testimony regarding his Son. This is the testimony in essence. God gave us eternal life, the life in his Son. So whoever has the Son has life. Whoever rejects the Son rejects life. My purpose in writing is simply this, that you who believe in God's Son will know beyond the shadow of a doubt that you have eternal life. The reality and not the illusion. And how bold and free we then become in His presence, freely asking according to His will, sure that He's listening. And if we're confident that He's listening, we know that what we've asked for is as good as ours. For instance, if we see a Christian believer sinning, clearly I'm not talking about those who make a practice of sin in a way that is fatal, leading to eternal death. We ask for God's help, and He gladly gives it, gives life to the sinner whose sin is not fatal. There is such a thing as fatal sin, and I'm not urging you to pray about that. Everything we do wrong is sin, but not all sin is fatal. We know that none of the God-begotten makes a practice of sin, fatal sin. The God-begotten are also the God-protected. The evil one can't lay a hand on them. We know that we are held firm by God. It's only the people of the world who continue in the grip of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God came so we could recognize and understand the truth of God. What a gift. And we are living in the truth itself, in God's Son, Jesus Christ. This Jesus is both true God and real life. Dear children, be on guard against all clever facsimiles. We know we are God-begotten when we find the love of God in our hearts. I remember the time that I first realized that I was saved and I just read this scripture and all at once became very clear that I loved the people at my church. And this is very different from my experience before this time. I had friends, I had people that I spent time with for intentions and good causes. But I did not have this love that was in my heart. It was a physical experience. I felt a connection to them that I had never felt before. And somehow this scripture found me 
When it did, I realized immediately that I was completely saved. Have you noticed the love in your heart growing as you've gotten closer to God? He brings our supply. He brings the supply of love that we need for the world around us. Sometimes we make things so difficult, we expect there to be some big new thing that happens to us to help us get closer to God. But often, the way to know that we have love in our heart and that we have salvation is to think back on our history with God. Today, as a prophetic act, if possible, I'd like you to stand up and close your eyes and use your imagination and make steps in the place where you are. Don't move forward or backward, but just make steps. I want you to imagine yourself crushing grapes. You're in a wine press. You're smashing grapes. Take a deep breath. Holy Spirit, Father God, Jesus, they're in the wine press with you. The grapes represent your history with God. Fruit from your vine. Good memories. If you can't think of any memory, then take a moment now and ask Holy Spirit, or Father God, or Jesus, but ask them, what's your favorite memory with me? Keep smashing the grapes. Now I want you to notice where the juice is flowing from the grapes that you're smashing. It's pouring out into wine vats. Picture the whole scene. There's two great parties in scripture, and I want you to pick one. There's one, the prodigal son coming home. There's a second, in heaven. It's the wedding party. Pick either one of these scenes, and imagine yourself now taking the wine that you've created through this process and what followed the whole process of making wine and now you're here in this party and you have that wine that you made and I want you to begin to serve it to the people at these occasions whichever one you've chosen there's a fatted calf there's 
beautiful food and arrangements. Whichever party you're at. And now, I want you to imagine the faces of the people that are there. Is there anyone you recognize? Ask Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, why am I seeing this face of this person that I recognize? Ask Holy Spirit, is there anything that I can do to bless them in their life? Be intentional and do whatever the Holy Spirit has told you to do. If he's asked you to make a risk, if he's asked you to say a nice word, do that thing. Take a risk as a prophetic act and encounter God in what you've been shown and spoken to about. Believe that God is intentional about encountering you today, and I believe 100% that you will encounter the reality of God in the land of the living. Don't give up, beloved. He's chasing after you. By listening to these podcasts, you've made steps towards Him, and there's nothing in God that can resist our pursuit of Him. Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God and His heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news. He is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. What is your father doing today? What is he saying? Find out. Write it down. Giving your thoughts a chance to get grounded as you're writing them out. This is it. This is how Jesus lived. He did what he saw his father doing. He said what he heard the father saying. 
inviting this level of intentionality from your relationship with God into your life will change the lives of countless people and give fresh hope for the whole world. I pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth. In Jesus' name. To learn more, visit our website at BiblesForAll.com where you will be able to buy a book and give a Bible. Our vision is that every man, woman, and child can have access to a Bible in their own language. Podcasts like this one survive off of ratings and reviews. We'd love for more people to hear these, and so if you like what you're hearing, then please give us a strong rating. Or even better, give us a full review. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace.